All right. Well, welcome back to the More Excellent Way podcast. And in this series, we just came out of our Habits of a Healthy Marriage. If you got a chance to check that out, please let us know how that impacted you. We just hope that you were inspired and equipped uh, in your marriage. But this week, we are finally taking a different turn in our conversation, and we're going to be talking about parenting. And we're not sure how many episodes this is going to cover. My guess right now is probably two or three. And Nicole and I are just going to be taking a journey of what what parenting looked like before we ever were parents, where we are at now, and what ultimately we feel like God just calling us to and how he's working in our hearts. And even as we share this journey, we just hope that you can find a space in joining us and just thinking about how has God called you as a parent and how do you parent your child in a more excellent way. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. Mm-hmm. So, Nicola. It's good to be sitting back here with you, and I'm excited for this topic for us, um, and just the mode, or the mode, or the mood uh, for this talk. I want us just—it's one of those conversations, just like how we first started it off. We just go into these talks about how God is moving, or I like the term you give, prayer versations. <laughs> this is our prayer versation of us in our raising our daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, a few things I want to say before we get going in this conversation. Um, Nicole and I are going to be sharing our story about God moving in our life and working in us. In no way are we trying to, um, our hope is not to force it upon you, but we do want to share it with you um, that maybe it might be a source of inspiration, of prayer, just for you to even say, wait a minute, God, what does this mean for us? What are some areas for us that need to be uncovered here? Whether mm-hmm. Nicole and I might talk about things about what we learned kind of growing up, what things we brought into, what it mean, what we, to raise our girls at times, we weren't really talking about it. Um, the big thing we, I, for me at least, I want to make sure that we don't do, this is not about shaming you and telling you about all the ways that, that you've gotten it wrong as a parent. Absolutely. And yeah. how you need to go into panic mode now. To oh, fix gosh. all of this uh, stuff that you've done wrong. Um, and we do not claim like we perfectly well understand this. We haven't arrived. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a term that I do that now where we are, and I'll throw this one out there at the beginning. Um, Nicole and I want to connect with our girls and give structure to our, we want to have structure. And we'll talk about more what that means. But just something, you know, a framework and we want to be able to connect. And we'll talk, we'll unpack that more mm-hmm. um, as we go. All right. So you ready, Nicola? Yeah. Where do you want to start at? Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> in the beginning. Nope, I like that. So in the <laughs> beginning was James and Nicola in a way, right? <laughs> and so we got married. How old was I again? Twenty. Four, something like that. 23, 24, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you were? 20 plus. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
kind of just let me know where your heart and your mindset, um, where your heart and your mind were in regards to thinking of yourself as a parent, even at the beginning of our marriage. Right. Gosh, I don't think I thought or coming into marriage, you know, it's one of those things, you know, you you already think you'll have kids, but definitely was not like immediately on my radar. Mm -hmm. I think in some ways, I think maybe the average person in culture kind of hear the thoughts or ideas of, or given the I description of when, <laughs> you know, first you absolutely graduate high school and you go to college and then after college, then, you know, you buy your house, you buy your car, you get the, you know, of course you get a job to buy all that stuff. Right. Um, but the sense of, and then maybe, you know, you eventually get married, you know, and several years later have kids, you know, almost like the, the message that I picked up along the way, it's like kids were a nuisance in a way that they hindered your progress in life and they're a headache or a handful or, you know, just that sense of they'll overwhelm your life mm -hmm. and your life will not go forward um, in a light and happy way, you know, or you'll have to, you know, stop your career, or, you know, just those different kind of messages. I think mm. I picked up and heard or seen or observed or watched one way or the other. It kind of came in and I think it was more probably in a some subconscious mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. than it being, uh, or, you know, Im implicit rather a sense of it being explicitly, you know, said or done or, Gotcha. Maybe a mixture. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, we got married and and found out we were oh, maybe we gosh, I was like, how much do I say right there? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, the process goes on and we're married. Um we decide my body just kinda did not respond very well to of course the the very thing you, you you're taught to take on is some form of birth control, you know, before, because you don't want them kids, right? Um, before you even get married. That was your mindset. Mindset. And and that's what you're kind of schooled, you know, in mm -hmm. a way, you know, like you're getting married. Yeah, it's like, you. make sure you have the, the birth whole, control so you don't get block, The block part you were talking about a moment ago. The block? The hindrance. The kids being a block and a hindrance. Yes, yes. So in order to prevent that, get some element of prevention, right? Mm hmm um, I was just moving forward okay, yeah, um, yeah. a little bit, just against staying with, yeah. And so just hearing that, and so you, you make those checks and you move forward and we're married and my body's going wonky and, you know, you're still sticking it out because it's what you do, you know. And I think in the meantime, I don't know what messages you were getting mm. for you, but I remember you came back at, home one day and you're like you know i was listening to a conversation and something about trust i don't know if you want to add that in <laughs> yeah but no i think yeah i i don't know if i probably like thinking now it's so hard to think now i don't remember all the messages i really heard about kids but the you're thank you for setting that up right 
the big thing for me, I just felt this sense of inadequacy from a provisional standpoint. Even though we were, we were both in the military working, we had done well with our money. Probably didn't have huge savings, but we also didn't have huge debt did well in that way. But just this sense of it takes a whole lot of money to raise kids was the main message uh, for me. And all I thought about with kids was dollar signs. Right. I mean, as a provider, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I never really thought or, about a sense of pride or pride or heritage or uh, the joy of parenting or I never thought about that moment that was not really what was primarily in my mind. I just remember this money mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did that matter to you so much? Like the money aspect. Just having enough to take care of them, I guess, is the biggest thing. Like, and do I have enough? Um, will I be able to provide a good life for you and for them from a financial standpoint? I was working at the time. Like, why did you feel like you? I don't know. Maybe that's just the influence of like my grandfather. Um, him and Granny worked, but it just like you could tell that like, he took this like very personal responsibility of providing and provision and you know he kept a meticulous record of bills and who need to pay for what and budgets and um so wow. i don't know no one ever specifically so that taught you me that yeah. right you saw him doing all that stuff so yeah so maybe i just I took guess, it in yeah and that's the thing i think to think about parenting <laughs> is that Here we you, go yeah you, <laughs> <laughs> right we're always taking in messages about the world and what it means to be a parent from watching examples of so mm-hmm. many people around around us in ways mm-hmm. that you know we don't know and then you end up like even for us i don't i don't remember us explicitly that you know, we went through premarital counseling and man chaplain ewing did an awesome job with mm-hmm. that um i don't but i can't remember specifically recall you know he asked us about parenting i think like how many kids we wanted that yeah kind of, i think that, i remember that kind of stuff did i say four then i didn't know i don't think <laughs> i think i said two i think i said two and something about even numbers and then maybe four but four sounded like a lot yeah <laughs> uh, no i totally agree i think i was locked in on the i guess like the kind of like the ideal uh two kids one boy one girl um <laughs> Another message you get, right? And then get the dog. <laughs> well, I was no, that definitely was not. <laughs> that was not our message. <laughs> uh-uh, no, no, not at all. But, okay. but so that was that was that was the one for me. But I think even for the audience, you know, as you listen, you know, what were some of the messages that you picked up along the way mm. about parenting yeah. or what it meant to have not even just parenting? I use that word, and it could bring up so many ideas and messages. But just. Even the idea you live of in life having, with your children, having kids, right, and what it means to raise kids. You know what were those messages, and then just because I would guess I want to make space for that, just in case maybe you took on some ideas that maybe aren't really necessarily true, or what mm. God would have for you to hold on to, and then maybe there are some things that you forgot about that you do need to make sure you remind yourself of mm. that you can hold on to. Um, that's all we want you to do, like to even for us as Nicole and I, this is about exploring. So just wanted to make that space, even as we talk right now. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. and that you brought up a good point. Societal things that can come in about what it means to be a parent and to raise children. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much of that. And we do see that, right? Because that goes contradictory to what God teaches about, you know, children. That children are actually 
a heritage, that they are an honor, that they are a blessing. That um, in a in a and you look in the psalm in Psalms, right? And it talks about like you know arrows in the hand. They're like arrows in the hand of a warrior, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. You know, um, that really like in the Hebrew and the Jewish mindset, they were seen as prosperity. Mm-hmm. Like they are my prosperity. They are my legacy. They are, in a sense, I mean, our family strength. Right. Yeah. You think almost like the more the better in a way, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> don't totally know, but I mean, think about that. I mean, you know, we're in a whole different culture now. Like where it's Absolutely, like yeah. to be able to work land and raise a farm, you know, you can, you can have, you know, hired servants, you can have, you can have kids. And I mean, but just even like, they are just such so much like of their identity. Now I know this can go part like, I don't know if it's identity, but just, it was a sign of God's blessing to them. They yeah, took it so I think serious. that was, yeah. Um, like even for a father, it's not like what you give me, God, but tell me you'll take care of my next generations and I'm good. Right. Oh, I'm not going to ever be rich, but my kids will be. Okay, we're good. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm blessed. Like, wow. Um, you know, that just that it even hits me. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about that right now as a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we progressed from there. And that's before kids. But then, wow, you know, and then God did convict my heart of, I remember talking to a mentor, right, Bob's, and just, um, and he was just talking about, you know, how foolish it is to think, like, God will give you kids and not give the ability to take care of them. And I had never talked out, I don't even know if I talked to you about what was going on in my head about mm, the money part. No. It's a part of thing. I'm all, thoughts go through my mind a lot. I don't always share. Thoughts going through his head that he doesn't share. They have the video of how you're looking at me now. <laughs> no. We're trying to record this on video. We'll, we don't know if it'll come out or not. So anyway. Uh, but anyway, that just it hit me immediately because he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to someone else. But I felt that in every part of my being where God convicted me like, I'm not trusting him. And then I shared that with you. And he going to come on home and mess up my system. <laughs> <laughs> mess up your system. <laughs> I had my own life planned out. You going to share what God laid on your heart? That shifts my whole life. Yeah, but then so I did. We share, I shared that with Nicola. Um, and I don't even remember it now, like exactly how it all went. Um, you don't remember? Go ahead, Nicola. Yeah, I don't remember either. I really don't like it. But, oh, okay. I guess I get the joke you're going. But like as far as like even the discussion and then us choosing not to yeah. do birth control from there. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's it was just like the I think the timing, you know, um, of when you came back and said it. And I remember just trying to push and tolerate and tolerate um, what I was using and trying. I don't remember if I tried anything different. But anyway, it was just like a those two happenings collided. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, OK, I remember feeling that weight like, oh, OK. All right. Like. So this means, one, I was excited not to have to take these <laughs> foreign substances in my body. Um, I just was excited to push that to the side and not have to deal with that and side effects and all this stuff. But um, it also meant there's this possibility of, um, I guess, birthing, a, becoming pregnant um but i didn't even hold that mm. <laughs> now that i look back i didn't hold that so heavily in a way like this exactly means this 
one plus one equals two, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, about three months later, three months, three months within our, after we were married. So this was like December, probably having this conversation about what, January, February, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I found out we were expecting um, in March, mm-hmm. sometimes in March. Um, and when I did, that's when the weight hit me and the reality and the responsibility um, landed on me. I mean, I don't think in this moment when, the re- <laughs> you know, it's like the test, like it's positive. Like I, I was not seeing this as a privilege or, you know, like you think, oh, parenting or having children is a responsibility and a privilege, you know. And so um, anyway, I remember feeling like, oh, my gosh, I am so I haven't traveled. I haven't finished mm. um you know, s- mm-hmm. school, um, all these things. And I mean, us getting together, like my family had certain concerns as far as you're not done with school and, you know, and those things, of course, a lot of those things, I think pop back up in my brain space in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think in a way as children ourselves, mm-hmm. we, we're wrestling with how much of my uh, own parents' hopes and dreams do I want to carry out and how do I formulate my own hopes and dreams. Again, we're 20, I was launching into life and, you know, you're going through that natural um, separation from, from you know, your family of origin as you're trying to figure out what what's now mine, who am I in this world? You're going through that stage naturally. And then now it's like with a marriage and now it's like with a pregnancy, like how does that all fit together? Um, and so. Okay. Well, in the interest of time, we got to get ready to wind this down, but I think the good summary in this one, just in this segment of the parenting talk, I felt like it's a good, like for you out there, maybe, I mean, this could pertain to anybody, but like being able to go back and revisit just some of those thoughts in the preliminary part. And maybe you're a young dating couple, engaged couple, mm-hmm. married without kids yet. Maybe you're just single and you're even listening to this. And I think, you know, there are so many excellent points. <laughs> but I think a big part that I, I hear as far as some excellent points in this conversation right now is being able to just stop and think about what are some of the things that are influencing me and how I even see children mm-hmm. right absolutely that one from the beginning and just being able to revisit that along your journey and we, as you see as we go along in the series we had to revisit that a couple different times absolutely. that i hear that from you but also being like talk openly i think that's one thing we learned and i'm hearing now is we didn't talk openly and explicitly i think enough about these things as far as just what what like what different fears or joys or hopes that each one of us had mm-hmm. about kids, uh, and then another thing I heard you saying in that is even talking openly and explicitly about what does you know family planning look like for you, whether birth control, no birth control, right, right. those kinds of issues, and also um, you talked you touched on a part about what how do you think kids having kids will impact your relationship. You know, um, just like you were talking about dreams and things of that nature, and I hadn't traveled mm-hmm. yet. 
um, just to talk openly and explicitly so that way there's not like this sense of resentment or bitterness or whatever that might look like. And that yeah. can come even in when we talk about this, um, I think about even parents that are uh, have adopted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, having these explicit conversations. Um, so, yeah, that's just that's kind of some of my excellent points, just summarizing the things you had, you said to talk about these things more openly. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent points for you. Yeah. I don't know what to say for an excellent point. I won't force you to say anything. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I guess the, the, I think aware. Yeah. (laughs) Just what you said. Ditto that. Ditto that. (laughs) Well, once again, this is just episode number one, just kind of getting our feet wet of Nicole and I just inviting you into a conversation we're having about checking in for us on this, uh, reviewing our parenting journey and raising our girls. Mm -hmm. Um, So we thank you so much. And we hope that once again, even through this podcast that you have felt equipped and inspired to go about raising your kids. Yes. In a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.